passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus Hear ye, hear ye, the latest session of Foxborough Football Therapy, otherwise known as Six Rings and Football Things, is in session. His masters, your honors, the incomparable Nick Fitzy Stevens and Andy Jumbo Hart presiding over this court of lunacy that is the 2023 Patriots football season. As always, we are brought to you by our friends at the FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel, make every moment more to take advantage of their latest promos and offers. You go to FanDuel.com slash Six Rings. Uh, this is a presentation, as usual, of WEI Odyssey and 2400 Sports. On today's program, we are in the aftermath once again of another head-scratching, mind-numbing, soul-wrenching Patriots loss, 20-17, to to the Washington Commanders Sunday at Gillette Stadium. We will give out our grades across the spectrum of players, coaches, and beyond. And in the back half, spurred by a, shall we say, uh, a a surprise media uh, inquiry on 
Bill Belichick's Monday availability, not to mention a stand-up comedian responding to the aid of the greatest coach of all time. We will discuss if Bill Belichick is really coaching for his life uh, or at least his professional career with the Patriots at this point as they prepare to make way to Germany. But both of us at this point, Andy, are pretty happy that we didn't get sent to Frankfurt after all. Although, it, although it is a bit of a uh, tech finance capital, as I'm led to believe. It's got a lovely skyline. Uh, they do have a lot of Patriots fans over there. They're very eager to receive football of any kind. It's a very active and involved crowd, and the beer is delicious. And I've heard they have one of the best, um, let's just say, uh, ah, forget it, let's move on. <laughs> My <laughs> wife might if you're into adult entertainment, then yeah, you're your right. kind of place. I hear. Well, once again, fanduel.com slash six rings. What what they do with the six rings over there is different than they do over here. Yes. All right. So Sunday, uh, yeah. I mean, we're not just gonna go ahead and just say F's all around because there almost were a lot of positives that came from Sunday, but don't worry, there were still the requisite negatives that go part and parcel, hand in hand, Thelman Louise style, off the cliff with this season. Andy, let's begin. Uh, the offense, what would you give them for a grade in a game where uh, the Washington Commanders were on the field for almost twice as long as the Patriots? I do believe the final tally was Commanders had the ball for 37 minutes, New England Patriots 23 minutes overall. Yes. Uh, so if, you know, this is grading and I know students are getting probably to the end of their first uh, trimester semester and schools and report cards are coming. And if, if this were a school year and we were teachers, I feel like this game would have been, uh, these kids are really struggling to get me early in the year. They're, they're having problems. Oh, wait, they, they took a couple quizzes and tests and they really, they really did a nice job. Okay. Maybe they've caught up and they're getting things. And then the final exam came and you're like, oh, I failed these children. I did not get through to them. They're not that they did not get the material. It all fell apart. Um, so offensively, Patriots didn't start well. Nope. Didn't finish well. Mm -hmm. In the middle, made a couple plays that they needed to make to make the game interesting. And I would say that's the the unit. The individuals, there were some bad throws by Mac. There were some mm -hmm. bad drops by receivers. There were some mm -hmm. bad routes by receivers. So mm -hmm. I put it all together. I have a D for the offense. Um, you know, you take away and you can't take it away. It happened. But, you know, you take away the advantageous or taking advantage Hunter Henry touchdown pass and the Ramondre Stevenson career-long 64-yard run three minutes later. You take those away and, well, wasn't a whole hell of a lot to cheer about for the Patriots offense. So um, D is my grade. Not awful because you gave yourself a chance and you were even driving a little bit late and then – of course, as so often is the case, the bottom fell out because God forbid, Jonathan Vilma, Mac Jones decided to hit Juju Smith-Schuster in the hands in the middle of the field in field goal range. In only the hands. Become a pick. Yeah, you add to get to me, you add together the lopsided time of possession. Now, whether you want to pin that on the Patriots defense, who we'll get to momentarily, or the Patriots offense, I believe. Yes. Uh, I believe the answer is yes. You want to pin, we'll pin it to both. There were some really good throws by Mac Jones on this day. There were a couple of bad throws, more good throws than bad throws to me. There were actually more horrific routes run by the wide receivers. There were some god-awful drops. There was also some god-awful coaching, which we'll get to later when we grade out the coaching. Like, okay, Ramondre Stevenson had a 64-yard touchdown run, the longest of his career. Why did he finish the day with, let me see as I check the box score here, nine carries? 
Well, good idea, guys. Some of that is is they couldn't run the ball effectively. I mean, it's old school. You take away the sixty-four yarder. Mm-hmm. I think his first three carries of the day were like one yard, one yard, two yards, or something like. They're you still struggling the to find ground. consistency. I mean, Andy, you couldn't get the ground game going against the thirty-first ranked defense. Like they give up the second most touchdowns to the air. They give up tons on the ground. They just traded their two best pass rushers slash defensive linemen, not named Deron Payne. Like there was every reason why you should have come out, flexed on them, established. It should have been the opposite. You with 37 minutes of possession, the commanders with 23 minutes of possession, but through inefficiency, injury, and idiocy, once again, the Patriots put out a, I'll just say it, piss poor offensive performance. I gave them a D plus. Oh, look at you, optimistic with a plus. Uh, yeah, that's so nice of me. How how generous. Uh, yeah, sorry. Like the J, the Rager drops the the Rager drop unthinkable juju at the end off the hands. A perfect ball by Mac. I guess he's going to have to stop throwing it to where the receivers are or where they aren't. Like Tyquan Thornton in his horrific route running, the uh, route by Rager that almost was picked off. Uh, I think it was. I forget what the score was. It was down by the. Uh, it was down by the goal line when the Patriots were advancing the ball. Uh, just bad, 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 bad all around. Like this, this looks like an offense that is still trying to like shake the rust off of a bad training camp, but it's November. There is yeah, it's no excuse rust. for this. It's not rust. It's who no, you it's are. Stink. Yeah. Like it's there's stink. nothing under there. There's no solid metal underneath the corrosion that you're trying right. to knock off with a little hammer because everything, every person, every aspect, there were like highs and lows and the lows were worse than the highs. Uh, like, Jalen Rager, perfect the example. cost you the game, yeah. Perfect example. Mm-hmm. You don't get a 64-yard touchdown run without his block. He sprung Ramondre Stevenson with his block. And then right. he sprung a leak in his hands when he could not catch the thrown ball by Mac Jones deep down the field. And everybody had that. Like Juju Smith-Schuster, nice catch. Two plays before, he ends the game with a deflection off his hands for an interception. Mac Jones, oh, nice throw. Oh, why can't you hit? Tyquan Thornton, why can't you hit Ramondre Stevenson on the little wheel route? Why are you throwing off your back foot and lobbing it up there and letting the linebacker get there? Like everybody, there's just no, I I said this to you post game. We talked a little bit about it. We know there's going to be negative plays. No one's perfect. There's always going to be missed throws, drops, whatever. That's a league wide issue. Like we discussed as well. This is a wonky year NFL wide. Yes. It can't be a one-to-one ratio. It should be like a, oh, we have five good plays to one bad play or, or whatever the number is. And I'd theirs, to one. three to one. I think theirs is close to just one to one for almost everybody on the field, blocking, running, catching, throwing. They're all like one to one, good to bad ratio. And that's not good enough. That's why you get a D. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's we almost like, it's D. almost like the fans and we've discussed this one and many times. And now there are just so many different chasms and rifts in Pat's fans. It's Max fault. It's not Max fault. It's Bill's fault. It's not Bill's fault. I want the, I want them to lose and get a better draft pick. I can't watch them lose because that goes against the fiber and grain of my fandom. It's just back and forth all over the place. And now we as fans, as analysts, as a combination therein, watch these games wondering like, oh, they made oh two good plays in a row. Oh, there's got to be a really cruddy play coming up sometime soon. Like we just basically are watching three hours of waiting for the other shoe to drop or in this case, ball time right. and again. And it's you just duck. a you see two good plays, you duck because you feel like there's a punch coming. You're like, where's it coming from? Uh, head on a swivel. I don't know where it's now, coming and, from. But and the problem was it actually came through the floor and got you right in the berries. Yep. And you didn't see it coming. Sons of bitches. Oh, they got me again. 
<laughs> Again, folks, I know we're not trying to make light of something that is so miserable for so many, but as we've said on this podcast time and again, if we can't try to laugh through it, have fun with it, then there is no point to it overall because in the end, it is supposed to be entertainment. And I know it is not providing the stress relief, the release that you would want on a regular basis. You're certainly not getting the success that you were used to for two decades as well. But there has to be some joy in Suckville these days, and we're trying to find it in any available corner or crevice possible. All right, speaking of corners and crevices, how about that D? I'm just going to go straight up. You can't spell defense without a D. D. I agree. You can't spell yeah. defense without a D. Like, it's similar to the offense in some ways. They got the big play by Jelani Tavai, the punch-out force fumble that led to the Henry touchdown on the short field. That injected life. They get mm -hmm. the quick back to the offense the next series, and you got life. Mm -hmm. And yet, some piss-poor tackling, which is every game. I watched it last night on Monday Night Football. Piss-poor tackling by even a good defense, the Jets. Mm -hmm. There's just tackling is a lost art, and we – you know, different topic, different day, if that's because of the rules and the no practices and pads and all that. Um, but you couldn't get off the field on third down. You couldn't stop a third and 23 when Sam Howell rolled around, ran around. He found guys late. He was doing some creative gun slinging. He threw for 325. Um, ran for another 25, had that unbelievable 24-yard scamper on third and 23. I just said that. Are you listening? I'm gonna I need yeah, you to I'm listen. Not, I'm, I, sorry, yes. They broke you, too. Uh, this Brooke. is six rings in football things. Andy Hart joins the. <laughs> uh, no, it's just and and the pass rush was not good enough that against oh, yeah. a line that had allowed 41 sacks coming in. You're like, OK, maybe they can take advantage of a bad offensive line and make life tough. Nope, nope they didn't really make life tough on Sam Howell. Um, I, I just and I know they're undermanned. We you know, that's the caveat defensively. Your best players are on the sideline. Some of your even better players may be on the sideline because Bill decides he wants to sideline him. Whatever's going on with Jack Jones and J.C. Jackson not starting the game and being used limited. Um, but in the end, defensively, it all came down to you couldn't get off the field on third down. You allowed them to maintain possession of the football and you allowed them to beat you. So that's not good. So you get a D. Patriots with three sacks on the day. They did give up 432 total yards. Uh, and, let, and let's be fair. Like we went over the time of possession issue as well. If Washington, if Sam Howell does not throw that mind numbing interception, just completely mind blown pick to Kyle Duggar at the end of the first half uh, and doesn't wind up on the receiving end of one of the most unfathomable roughing the passer calls that I've ever seen that game probably almost gets out of hand and is more dominant and lopsided and Washington very well could have won that game 30 to 17 or 28 17 like this game wasn't as this game the Patriots were lucky to be in this game as long as they were it almost wasn't as close as the final score would indicate and oh, the fact wasn't. that the Patriots no it was not like don't be duped into thinking it was twasn't and nope. the fact that the Patriots had a chance to tie the game up let alone win it in the end is a testament to how bad football is in the NFL this year, how lucky they were just for moments on this particular Sunday, how bad the officiating was, and how uneven the level of play is coming from a team like Washington, who we all thought had punted on the season, and the Patriots decided to return the ball to them, even though Washington tried to punt. Special teams, here's where you get a big old... You're only not going to get an F from me because Bryce Barringer had a 60-yard punt and Chad Ryland hit his two extra points in his field goal. Of course, he's deprived of the opportunity to try one more field goal late in the game. 
Uh, yeah, that's a D Manus D Manus from your old pal Fitzy. Ooh, a minus even. Yeah. They're teetering Ooh. on F. I mean, you can't make three penalties in a row on special teams, cost yourself two timeouts and finally take yourself out of the running of the game. Like it was so bad. You have two special teams coaches. You spend more on special teams than anyone else. Chris board, the legend of special teams that they signed away from Detroit. This guy's been a non-factor. Brendan schoolers having a hissy fit on the side like it's a mess what a mess okay i have a little soft spot for the special teams units i gave them a c minus um you're absolutely right now i know there's great debate as to whether mac wilson was actually off sides and when that cost them the punt and that whole thing um brendan schooler i thought was he had a couple special teams tackles i thought he was having a fun game until the bottom fell out kind of like the rest of the team i guess um that right it's not that he's a bad player nope S just great got effort. to him. Yep, yeah. great effort, and then it just fell out. I don't really know what he was arguing when he had to be restrained. I, I forget who it was. Like Dietrich Wise had to pull him back. Like you wrapped your arm around a guy. Did the guy sell it? Absolutely, just like you would have if you were running down covering a kick. You would have sold. You would have sold it. But you can't reach around. Excuse me. You can't <laughs> give a guy a on a football field just like you can't do it in a lot of other places. Um, I was so hoping we were going to see Chad Ryland get that kick that I was looking for to to tie it, like that mm -hmm. opportunity to feel good. My guy Bryce Barringer heads over to Germany with a chance to kick the scoreboard a couple times in that low uh, ceiling stadium they're going to be playing the Colts in this week. I gave him a C minus because I don't know because I'm I like all the guys on special teams. They're hardworking fellows. They seem like nice fellows. But you're right, they kind of stink like the rest of the team. Uh, yeah, no, they, and the thing I feel badly about is that they probably deserved a better grade as well, but the stink from the defense, not being able to get Washington off the field, the stank of the offense, not being able to complete passes, execute a ground game against a defense that is easy to run against, uh, and just hold on to the ball. That frustration got to special teams now. So we have poisoned any and every available water hole, watering hole on the team. Now it's just, yeah. Demario Douglas has the one return that could call back by penalty. Then he has the other return where he's at like the 10 and he's running backwards toward the goal line. Okay. You're not Dante hall. Let's not try to do dumb things and make, you know, video game highlight returns. I just, yeah, there is, and, and <laughs> they always show either Joe judge or, um, Cam Acord on the sideline, like freaking out after these plays. It's like, all right, the freaking out's getting old. You've sucked all year. You sucked last year. Stop freaking out and figure out a freaking way to fix it. And they can't. And that's what leads no. us to our next round of grades. Uh, we'll move on to the people that uh, pull the strings or pull the pass or pull the ball or pull their whatever. Your Bug. quarterback, Michael McC <laughs> I was thinking it. You said it. New segment here on Six Rings. Your quarterback, Michael McCorkle Jones, Mac Jones. Uh, okay. What'd you give him? Uh, I gave him a C minus. Um, I thought he made some throws, but just again, made too many mistakes. I'll admit again, I'm giving him credit for his post game professionalism, which a lot of guys are lacking in, but I think he goes up there and he tries to mostly say the right things. There's some passive aggressive digs coming of late. Um, but he's trying to be a professional. I think he's tried to be even keeled throughout this whole season, which is a second year in a row where it's really fallen at his feet and put a lot of pressure on him to answer a lot of tough questions. Um, and again, if, if Juju Smith Schuster catches the ball, he may have his second straight home game, comeback fourth quarter thing that he puts together, but 
which would have been huge for his development. It would have been great. Like we're looking for some positive, some building blocks, Andy, anything to post or pin a note of hope to. And, and yet still, no, that one's not on part of the, no, he's also part of the downside. You can't miss Tyquan Thornton on that first fourth down as badly as he did. You can't miss Ramondre Stevenson. So he's, it's all year. He's part of the problem. He's not the biggest problem. Yes, there's other factors, but he's not part of the solution. He's not doing enough to overcome it and improvise and find a way and therefore C minus. Yeah, I just went with I I I think my sympathy for his cause and plight led me to just give him a C because that pass to Jalen Rager was gorgeous. It was 56 yards in the air. He didn't even like get a running start to step into it. It was almost just a well actually drove it. With his my husband legs, cannot throw motion. the ball and catch it too. No, literally, my boy Sophie needs to go to IG and just be like, my boyfriend cannot throw the ball and catch it. I mean, you can't throw a better. Sorry, you can't throw a better ball. And to anyone who said, ah, he shouldn't have forced that one to Juju, what do you expect? It was a perfect pass. He split the coverage because his offensive line was caving on him per use, and he slips a dart in there. And it should have been caught by a very strong, able, capable veteran wide receiver who's wearing the hamburger helper sticky gloves and it goes right off. So, you know, I, yeah, he made a couple of bad throws, but sorry, I I can't take this one out on Mac as much. Sorry. No, I'm not a Mac stand. No, I'm not a Mac defender. I just feel badly for the guy at this point now. And I do appreciate the fact that he owned once again, took ownership at the post game lectern and that little dig when he's asked about the quality of the receivers and, uh, you know, the talent he's working with. And he's like, yeah, that's a really good question. Like, woof. <laughs> well, I mean, and, and he needs to be careful because he can lose the locker room. They, like they're trying for him now. They can mm-hmm. stop trying and then it could get even worse in terms. Are of his receivers going to just basically tell the, the press kind of like the defensive backs that are like, I'm not talking or just be a Jack Jones and leave because I mean, this Andy, and we'll talk about more of this in the coaching when we get there in just a minute, but like spoiler alert, my grade for the coaching is not too kind. Uh, but y- this entire thing could come unglued more. Like we, we keep mentioning it. Christian mentions it on the midday show all the time. He says it when he joins us on the post game show, we make reference to him all the time saying this. It's still, if you think we're at the bottom, if you think we are in the trenches, there's still further to go. Like this could potentially get worse. And that's scary. They are a piece of Ikea furniture. That's made the move from like one apartment to the next, to the next. And they're a little rickety now. Cause the, the, mm-hmm. all the pieces are kind of loose, but it's still standing. The shelves are still in it. And you try to tighten it, but the Allen wrench, like nope, the, the lug spins. nut is now spin <laughs> just spins. But guess what? The shelves haven't fallen. It hasn't totally imploded and collapsed on itself. It still could. So I wouldn't put anything heavy on it. I was going to say nothing heavy, nothing fragile. And don't spend a lot of time on it or under it. No, 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 no. no, Not a good idea. All right. And the coaching. Um, This is a straight old fashioned F. Oh, oh. Just when I think I'm the negative one, you out negative me. I went D minus. What? Wow. Okay. Look at you. Look at you. Oh, trying to, to trying me. to position and corner yourself as the positive one. How do you not give them an F? They can't move. They can't hold the ball for more than 23 minutes. You get three. Uh, you, your defense gives up. They go nine for 17 on third down defense. You only go like three for 12 or three for 15 yourself on offense. All those mistakes, the bad routes that are run, the drops, 
Belichick once again arguing with the refs. Thanks for all the memes and the gifts, Bill, but I would actually rather the gift of victory and something positive to build on and look forward to the next week as opposed to dreading talking about another Patriots soul punch of a defeat. A terrible coaching. Terrible. It was bad. Um, but again, I go back to they were in range to tie the game, maybe win the game, and I just feel like F is wheels fall off, doors blown off, never had a shot. So I just gave them that little half bump up to D- minus because – even with everything that went wrong, you had a shot to win the game. Um, but I'm with you. I thought Bill looked like an old loser on the sideline when he was bitching about it. Literally, literally old and literally a loser on this the sideline. This keeps happening. This keep. This is like the theme. Like, like, shut your eyes. Give me one image right now from a football game with the Patriots that describes how the Patriots season in a nutshell. It's Belichick on the sideline yelling like a grumpy old man. And if you want to take it the next step further, in that stretch. I think it was the Mac Wilson he was bitching about for an extended period. Mm-hmm. The the side judge there, go back and find it when the side judge makes like a rolls his eyes at Bill Belichick kind of face. And I'm like, oh, my God, you've you've bottomed out when the officials are no longer even treating you like you're Bill Belichick. They're treating you like you're a bad coach who won't STF. You know what? Mm-hmm. And 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 I, I thought that visual in particular said it all. Like he's reached that point where he's just the guy that always yells and complains because his team blows or his son blows or his kids blow. And he's not even being taken seriously anymore by the officials, in my opinion, based on that visual of that guy. Um, and then you get into the other stuff. Kayshawn Booty inactive. Thank you. He thought he was going to be active. I Mm -hmm. firmly believe it was like Matt Light in 2001. I think Kayshawn Booty went to the media and said, hey, yeah, my number's going to be called this week. It's been frustrating to not play since week one, but I'm going to step up. And I think Bill says, oh, oh, you're going to tell the media? Sit your ass down, kid. Um, Good choice. Sound choice. Let's definitely let there's plenty of nose to cut off despite the face still left available. Good choice. If that's the reason why, because you definitely couldn't have used his hands. His root running ability, his playmaking ability, none of that was necessary. Not when you've got Jalen uh, Aguilar or Nelson Rager out there, what, however you want to call him. Uh, that was great. He's basically Nelson Aguilar on the cheap. Third team in three and a half years, whatever it is. That's awesome. He's uh, actually worse than Aguilar because Aguilar had a good good season with uh, the Raiders before he arrived in New England. Jalen Rager is a bust, a bust of a bust in multiple cities. Minnesota, that's who we're starting. We're Philly. not even giving our six-round draft picks a chance to prove that they're a bust. We're starting other people's reclaimed busts as well. Yep. So now we're dumpster- We're having an Alston Christmas at yep. wide receiver. That's in the best just- interest of the football team. Absolutely. And then uh, just what they've been able to do or not do with Tyquan Thornton, just all of it, the roster management, the decisions, all of it. F. All right. And uh, and you know what? The you refs know. also can have an F as well because they sucked as well Sunday. Well, so there you go, suck. folks. There's they your in every game. I know. I'm just reminding everyone once again. They got the they F. They sucked when you were right. winning. They suck when you are losing. So it's a you problem, not a them problem because they always suck. Okay. Well, at least they're being consistent. Somebody is here on this program so or in this season, which is wildly inconsistent to say the least. Or is it not? Because the Patriots consistently frustrate the hell out of us. And here we are left once again complaining and kvetching just like old man Belichick on the sidelines when a bizarre special teams offsides penalty is called. What do you say, Pats fans? Agree, disagree, holler at your boys anytime at Six Rings Pod, at Jumbo Heart, at Fitzy GFY. We appreciate you being part of this community, sticking with us through the thick and now sometimes often far too thin of this season and most of our Foxborough fandom. 
Hi, Bruins fans. Looking for more coverage of your favorite hockey team? Follow the Skate Pod hosted by Scott McLaughlin, Brian DeFelice, and me, Bridget Prue. Get your Bruins coverage from WEI's team of Bruins writers. We're the people who are at the games and talk to the players every week. For analysis of every Bruins game and exclusive interviews with the players, listen to the Skate Pod on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.